Welcome to our podcast, Senior Living Straight Talk, hosted by V. As your clients prepare to make the most of retirement, they likely have questions. We can help you develop your answers. On Senior Living Straight Talk, we speak with industry experts about some of the most frequently discussed topics on seniors' minds today, from estate planning and taxes to the mirrors in the market. Tune in to gain new ideas and creative solutions for your clients. I'm Pam Foltz, Senior Community Relations Manager with V. And on today's segment, we welcome back Brad Breeding, who was our guest on our last podcast. He's going to be talking about planning for future care as you age. Brad is a senior living financial expert who is an author and speaker nationally about topics surrounding senior living and financial planning. He's also the co-founder of the website, My Life Site. Welcome back, Brad, and thank you again for joining our program. Of course. Thank you for having me back. Well, we want to talk again today about planning for future care as you age. And unfortunately, the truth is we are all aging at this point. So this is a really important topic for us. Let's get started. First question for you, something that we've heard about, but people may not completely understand. What is long-term care? Long-term care is a broad term that's used in a lot of different ways and covers a lot of different things. But I, I think you know, generally speaking, it's thought of as a range of services and supports that help provide daily living needs when someone is no longer able to do this on their own. And that may be purely non-medical care, just helping with your daily activities of living, but it may also include medical care such as the type of care you might receive in a, in a more advanced assisted living setting or even in a, in a nursing home. And so I think the, dis, the distinction here is, as the name implies, is that it's, it's long-term care, right? So it's over an extended period of time. Again, as I mentioned, all of us are aging, but we don't necessarily like to think about it. And this might be something that I would think, I don't really expect to ever need this, but who does need long-term care? Yeah, you I think when we think of long-term care, usually the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, older adults or our senior adult population. And certainly that is a big part of it. But, you know, we were talking a little bit earlier before before recording that the reality is that people of any age can need long-term care, whether it's the result of a disability or an accident or what have you. And so, you know, you see that all across the board. But, Certainly in the context of senior living, it's generally thought to be those who, as a result of you know, advanced age or their mobility issues or what have you, are no longer able to live fully independently. And so you know, that may just mean that they need help with a couple of activities of, of daily living or perhaps, again, more advanced needs or even medical type of care. Recently, I have read a lot of articles and they seem to contradict each other when it comes to who will need it for how long. So what are the odds that someone will actually need long-term care? Are there good statistics out there? There are good statistics. You kind of have to piece them together because you're right. It's a little bit all over the map. I mean, the the one that you probably hear most frequently cited is uh, a statistic from Medicare and Medicaid services that says 70% of people will need long-term care. And I think, you know, that definition, if you look at it, is is pretty broad in the sense that it covers not only activities of daily living, but also what's called instrumental 
activities of daily living. And this is really more things like maybe you need additional housekeeping now because you're no longer able to take care of your home as well. Or maybe you need more home maintenance. And and so these are things you need as a result of your situation, but you still don't necessarily need help with your, you know, your personal care, right, on, on a daily basis. And so that definition, that 70% tends to pull some of those types of things in as well. So I think if you really look at some other statistics and other research that's out there, you'll find that across the board, probably 50 to 60% of people really need the type of care where you need help on a day-to-day basis with your own care or, or activities of daily living. And then you can slice that up even further into sort of socioeconomics. And we talked a little bit about this before the, the recording as well, but, you know, sometimes the, the, the healthier and wealthier in our society may not need care for as long or as much care as others in different segments of our population. And so the averages can get a little different there as well. But I would say, again, in terms of planning, generally speaking, I think that 50 to 60 percent is pretty good. So really, you know, half of us probably should plan on needing at least some type of long-term care. And when we talk about long-term care, is that care that's given at home or is that specifically in assisted living residences and skilled nursing facilities? Both. It oftentimes will start, you know, at the home, in the home, whether it's a family member or paid caregiver. And then a lot of times we'll will then transition or that person will need to move into a, let's say, I don't really like the word facility, but facility-based care or community-based care. So how long is the average stay then for long-term care if you are in a community, a facility? Well, in terms of how long people need care in general, whether it's in a facility or at home, the statistics show around three years. And women, it shows that number is usually closer to four years. And for men, it's often a little closer to two years. And so if you kind of just average those out, you know, I think using three years is an adequate or a reasonable number. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean that's three years in a in a facility, right? It might be a year, a year and a half at home. And then, you know, they're needing to move just because it's no longer safe or practical to stay there. But that's usually the full, you know, three years of care in any setting is is sort of what the statistics point to. And with those statistics, it's really important that people start thinking about it now as they do age in case that they need that care in the future. So what does long-term care cost? That's a popular question. We we see that or hear that question a lot. And there's really some interesting thing here. I think some mis, misperceptions around this because what you'll see there are a number of things out there that will show things like okay the the average cost you know for assisted living is you know five thousand or six thousand a month and then beside that you'll see the average cost for home care it might show is five thousand a month and so here's what's really interesting though that home care statistic of five thousand a month is usually based on about six hours a day of of care okay so that means there's still another 18 hours a day that that you're not receiving care, that somebody has to be involved. My point here is that the cost, the average cost that people pay for in-home care for six hours, about six hours a day of in-home care is 
really close to the average cost of what people pay to live in assisted living, which is full time. <laughs> so I don't think people all often make that connection. So the bigger point there is if you need 24-hour care, you're going to pay significantly more than you would pay to live in an assisted living or even a nursing care setting. And so, but back to your question, you know, 5,000 or so a month, if you're talking nursing care, probably closer to 10,000, depending on whether it's a private room or semi-private room, there's lots of variables. And let me also say, those are national statistics that I'm quoting there. There's a couple of things that can change those numbers dramatically. One is location, you know, part of the country or even the city and, and, and even the location within the city in many cases, and also the quality of the provider. So those national averages are pulling in all locations and all types of quality. So the higher the quality of the care, the, the better the, the location and all those things, that's going to drive those numbers up considerably. So how does it work in a type A life plan community when it comes to the care for uh, long-term care? The cost, I should say. Yeah. So type A is something you'll hear a lot of times to describe what's also called a life care contract. And these are contracts offered by continuing care retirement communities, which you know is, is a type of retirement community that covers the whole spectrum, the whole continuum from independent living to assisted to skilled nursing, usually all in one setting. And so with those communities, some of them offer what's called a life care contract. And that effectively means that you're going to pay whatever you're paying on a monthly basis. That's what you're going to pay no matter where you are within that community. Whether you're an independent living, assisted living, nursing care, you're going to pay that same monthly rate. And so Life care is really one of the options that's out there that helps give people some predictability. They sort of know no matter how much care I need, no matter how long I need care, if I have a life care contract, then I sort of know what my out-of-pocket exposure, cost exposure is, if you will, no matter you know how long that is or how much care I need. So it really does help people plan better. It provides predictability. And, but, you know, there's always trade-offs. You'll probably have to pay a little bit more to get that, but it gives you that predictability. So it's, some people are willing to do that. They're willing to pay a little bit more to have that long-term predictability and perhaps save a lot of money on the back end, you know, if they do have an extended stay in, in care. Again, really good information that you provided us today on long-term care. We really appreciate you joining us. Any final or parting uh, thoughts on this topic? I don't believe so. I think we've. this is a good good start. There's a lot to cover. We could probably spend hours on this topic, but these were great questions. So thank you again for having me. Thank you, Brad. We appreciate you joining us. Absolutely. Again, Brad Breeding, Senior Living Financial Expert and co-founder of the website, My Life Site. And thank you for listening to our podcast. Tune in again to gain new ideas and creative solutions for your clients on Senior Living Straight Talk, hosted by V. On Senior Living Straight Talk, we speak with industry experts about some of the most frequently discussed topics on seniors' minds today. The intent of this podcast is to educate. Views presented do not constitute advice or services. Content covered in the podcast should not be construed as legal or financial advice.